too, Pastor. Pastor, check your mic. Shut me down, so you know. <laughs> Hold your belt to the ground. All right, there we go. So I'm good? You're good, sir. All right. Sometimes uh, we don't understand prayer and asking. Well, you know that the situation that I'm going through. <clears throat> Somebody said, Sister Lynn, really prayed for you about three weeks ago. What happened is they had, um, um, they thought, well, it showed up that there was some kidney stones at the hospital on the, uh, on the uh, CD scan. I'm sure the power of God. So I went to the urologist and he said, no. I guess they jumped off <clears throat> the kidney stands. I went to the oncologist and said, no, you don't have any of that. And so that's a blessing. Amen. <clears throat> that's what prayer does. Now, the other thing that I'm dealing with, I'll go get a bone scan tomorrow, Monday, and they're trying because the cancer cells just came back into the bones. But the but say, Pastor, why is that a blessing? I've been dealing with that for 26 years. So we know, I just didn't want nothing added to it. Right. You see, so prayers was answered, all right? And I want to tell you all something that's going to piggyback off last week's message, all right? If you are born again, I'm saying that if you are born again Christian, then you got a ministry. That's right. If you are born again Christian, you got a ministry. And, and that ministry is, uh, you all know who Roberts, I can't think of her name on, uh, Channel 9, Robin Robin Roberts. Roberts, you know, she had one of the most severe types of illnesses. And of course, her sister gave her uh, bone scan and all that stuff. And they thought she was going to pass away. And her mother went to her bedside and said, you're going to be all right because this is a mess. But she said, take this mess and make it your message. I want to talk to you. If you are a born again Christian, you have a ministry. Teach. And your ministry is what you went through. Teach. The worst thing there is is for people who are trying to tell somebody something that ain't been through that something. You see what I'm saying? Teach. And many of you in here, all of you in here have had, it may not be as severe as somebody else. You may be, uh, uh, I'll use the Isaacs, been married over 50 years. Okay? And they had breakups and mess ups and all that. That's a message. They can tell somebody how to do it. Are you all with me? Somebody in here has had a divorce and it was brutal. They can tell somebody how to get through it. That's right. Are you all with me? You see, <clears throat> there's people like me that work out, eat healthy, and still wind up bad. This is my fifth time. Your fifth time, I can tell you how to get through it. That's right. And so, some t so let me tell you something. Never forget that. Your testimony is powerful. Yes. Whether it be good whether it be ugly, 
it is, it is a blessing. That's right. You see? And you know, there's a young lady in here. You all know her. She spoke to us before. Heather spoke to us before about being a cutter. All right? And she actually went to a minister's conference with me and talked to the ministers about that. She made her mess, her message. That's right. Are you with me? You've heard DJ many, many times talking about being a crack addict and what he went through and how he had to develop to become a God man, because you can't become a good husband unless you become a God man. Right. He became a God man, it became a, a good husband, and then a, a, a good father, and now he's in the grandfather thing. But he was a mess. But he took his mess and made it his message. That's right. That's right. You see, somebody has got to tell people that no, I know you're in a mess right now. But I was in the same mess you was in. Come on. Are you with me? Come on. There's somebody in here, because I'm talking about life. That's somebody right. in here may have had a miscarriage. You see, they can talk to somebody else. I know I've been there. This is how I got through it. We are to minister to one another. Come on. You see, we're seeing all of these things that's going on uh, with the athletes, young athletes, and unfortunately, uh, they're black Afri African-American young men. It's been all over the paper, killings and this and that. I mean, just, but guess what? There was nobody there to help them. That's right. To tell them, if you do this, you're going to make a mess out of your life. Because I've done this, and it made a mess out of my life. So I'm, I'm, I'm calling you all out this morning. If you're born again, don't walk around and talk about you're born again, and you ain't got no ministry. Because if you were born again Christian, you got a ministry. You see, we, uh, we were talking out there, some of us were talking about people losing wives and losing husbands. It happens. That's right. You see, it takes somebody that's had that loss to help you to get through that loss. That's right. You see, so here's what we're talking about today. I wanna, I'm, I'm telling you, Christ, we don't want to be one of these churches that you try to hide Hide from what? Come on. You see, you understand? God has delivered you from your mess. Then you're going to let your ministry be your message of how God delivered you from that mess. Come on. And that, yes, yes. And that will save somebody else from getting in that mess right. or help somebody to get out of that mess. Because if you talk to them about what you went through, they're going to ask you, well, how'd you get through that? And then you can testify about the glory and the power and the strength and the courage of God. Amen. You see, uh, unfortunately, uh, pain pills don't work for me. Okay? And I remember the first time I was in the hospital and... I was a hurting soul, and uh, it, they just wasn't working. I'm pushing that button. They, I'm supposed to not feel nothing. And the doctors didn't know. A nurse came in. Her name was Mary, and she got on the other nurse, Gwyneth Taylor, and said, can't you see he's in pain? And, and she said, why? She said, because look at his eyes. They changed the pain medicine, and the pain medicine went away. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. So it takes somebody in your life that can look in your eyes and see what you're going through. That's right. And they can deliver you through what you're going through. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? And in the book of Acts in 9, 15 and 16, and the Lord said, you know, he was telling Paul, you know, he had already knocked Paul down because, you know, Paul was, he was quite, quite a character, all right? But he was talking to Ananias and telling Ananias, I believe, what Paul was going to go through. 
All right? And we thank God for sending Paul. Amen. <laughs> because Paul, Paul went through a lot. And he had sicknesses in his life, and he had troubles in his life, and he talked about it. You understand? He talked about the trouble. So I want to talk to you briefly about that, and then we'll get into some other things, okay? But the Lord said unto him, now this is what the Lord is telling Ananias. I believe it was Ananias. Keep going, please. The King James says, go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. So he's telling him, say, no, I don't care about what you've heard about him. I don't care about what he's done. I got it fixed up now to be a chosen vessel for me. Are you with me? If you are a born-again Christian, you are a chosen vessel by God. He got you through it, didn't he? So he chose you. you ought to, sometimes you ought to say, thank you, God, for what you've, I've been through, that you chose me to go through this. Now right. I can That's witness right. and be a testimony about your power right. and your grace. Right. Are you with me this morning? All right? And NIV says... Uh, my chosen instrument. Sometimes God used us as an instrument of pain and suffering so that we can talk and counsel someone else through their pain and suffering. You see? Sometimes you need to wake up instead of complaining and say, thank you for the pain. That's right. That's right. Because that pain is going to save somebody else's life. That pain is going to direct somebody else how to get through that situation and that circumstance. That's right. You see? All right. The message called him my personal representative. Yeah, my personal representative. When I get the feeling that, you know, and folks, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right, because I'm God's personal representative. He has shown you all in here that's known me five, 26 years, 26 years, fifth time going around. You think he's doing that just because somebody's got to show you how to fight. That's right. That's right. Somebody's got to show you how to fight. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I watch boxing and Sometimes when they have a sparring partner, you know, that person, they got all that stuff on, that person is helping them to get their mechanics down when they get in the ring. But when you get in the ring, you see, you better not forget what you've been trained to do. That's right. That's right. You see, you got to keep, you got to keep your head together. You understand? And so I thank God that he allowed me to be a sparring, a sparring partner against cancer. But he's given me the victory 26 times. I mean, 26 years, fifth time, we'll get the fifth one. You see, I know some of you hurting now. Some, some of you feel guilty and you feel shamed about some things you wish you had. Woulda, coulda, woulda don't work. That's right. That's right. You see, get saved. Get saved and let Jesus Christ use your woulda, coulda, wouldas and turn them into a testimony. Amen. You understand? You see, there's somebody in here right now. I could have been a better father. I could have been a better mother. I could have been a better husband. Could have been a better wife. Could have been, could have been, should have been, could have been. That, that don't work. It's who you are now that counts. That's right. What you were is just your, it's just your mess. But now who you are is your message. That's right. Do you see? All right. Bible goes on to say that he chose me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of, of Israel. So, the church. I'm talking today, the church. None of you in here because you want to be in here. You're here because God sent you here. That's right. You don't wake up this morning because on your own. Are you kidding me? You see, God sent you here. Somebody may have invited you. They thought they was inviting you, but God was motivating them to invite you because it was something you need to hear today. That's right. Are you with That's me? Right. Whether it be a prophecy, something is going to happen, or whether you're there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Where am I at? Verse 16. Thank you. 
He said, for I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's so, sake. So sometimes you're going to suffer for who? Jesus' name's sake. Some people, how are you going to tell people how to suffer if you ain't never suffered? That's right. You see, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That means there's been some things that I was weak and I had to go to Christ and use his strength because I ran out of strength. And so now I've suffered long enough that I can do all things through him who strengthens me. That's right. That's why, those, that's, why that's all in there. You see, there's no age limit on what you can do. Are you kidding me? I'm old now. Well, you can tell. Guess I only want the people. I am 76 years old and some months. Only the people that are older than me raise their hand. Only one person in the two. Only two people in the church older than me, right? Guess what I've done for the rest of you? I've been 76. You ain't been there. That's right. Come on here. You see what I'm, I can tell you how to get there. You see, if somebody comes up to me talking crazy, I said, now listen, son, I've been something you ain't been. What's that? 76. Are you with me? That's right. That's right. And I've suffered some things. And I've been through some things. And some others in here suffered some things. They've been through some things. But they can help you to get through the things. You understand? Yes, we were a mess, DJ, but look. It's been our message, and our message has saved other people's lives. Are you with me? And our message has brought people to Christ because they listened to us and they said, I know how you used to be. I knew who you were, and I'm looking at you now. What happened? A change came over me. A change came over me because God took that messy Johnny Chester Fields Jr. and turned it into Pastor Fields, and now... He's his messenger. Are you with me? That's how it works. So don't be feeling sorry about what you've been through, what you're going through. Find somebody that's been through it. You see? You ain't in this thing alone. That's right. That's right. Okay. Verse 16 from the message says, the hard suffering that goes with this job. Yeah, he says, God says, I'm going to show you what the hard suffering is that goes with this job. If you ain't been through nothing, Keep living. keep living. But the best thing is to find somebody that can help you not to fall into that mess. But then there's some things, that's life. There's a song that I used to like, you know, jazz song, start out with Frank Sinatra. I'd done it my way, and then Elvis Presley took it over. He'd done it his way and died in the 40s. That's right. That ain't cool. <laughs> that's right. You see? You see, and then I hear people uh, saying this, stay with me, stay with me, stay with me, saying, I'm trying to find myself. Hmm. Well, the last person I needed was myself. I'd already found him because I was acting like him. That's right. I needed to find Christ. That's right. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right, here we go, Psalms. Sometimes I have to encourage you and motivate you. If I sound like I'm repeating myself, I am repeating myself because there's one thing that when I stand before God that he will not accuse me of is not telling you all the truth. That's right. Period. Here we go. Reading Psalm 71, beginning with verse 16 from the Passion. David's writing about a source of strength, and he says, I will come forth in your mighty strength, O my Lord God. So let me tell you, look at me. Some of you are going to face sickness. Some of you are going to face, you want to quit. But no, you're not going to quit because you're going to come forth in the mighty strength of God. That's right. There's where your strength is. It's in God, all right? He says, I tell everyone that you alone are the perfect one. Only him. Keep going. 
from my childhood. You've been my teacher. Yes. And I'm still telling everyone of your miracle wonders. And that's what we got to talk. Open your mouth. Tell people about your miracle. There ain't nobody in here that ain't had a miracle in their life. Sometimes, now this is from the, the gospel of Johnny Chesterfields, all right? When I pray, most of the time when I pray, I thank God for the unseen miracles he's done in my life. That's right. That car wreck that I could have got into. That's right. You see, about on the street, could have got shot. Something yeah. else would have happened. You see, he was working miracles behind the scenes, and I didn't know he was working miracles. Because he knew that I needed to be here. He destined me to be here, and I was going a different direction, and he slowed the traffic down so I didn't get into a traffic jam or a wreck because he had some place for me to be. That's right. I didn't know it, and I didn't see it, but he was working behind the scenes, and he's done it with everybody up in here. Amen. He's done it with everybody else up in here. That's right. All right, I feel good about this message, all right? He went on to say in verse 18, God... Now that I'm old and gray. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's talking to me. God, now that I'm old and gray. Don't walk away. Don't walk away. Now that I'm 76 years old, I shave. All hair is gray in my hair. You all don't see it, because. but now I let it get a little gray so you can see how wise I am. Because, but I say, Lord, now that I'm old and gray, don't walk away. I still need you. I still need the God that was with me in my youth. Because, yes, I'm old and gray, but I got work to finish. That's right. You see, are y'all with me? You see, I, uh, till my last dying breath, I need him. That's right. You see, and I like that scripture. When I'm old and gray means that you're going to thank God that you're going to be old and gray. Amen. You see what I'm saying? Amen. All right. He went on to say, give me grace to demonstrate to the next generation, all your mighty miracles and your excitement. We are responsible for the next generation. Yeah. The reason we have all these problems now with young people and they went berserk is because we, we, us, didn't give them the right examples and the teachings. So we're responsible for this generation. Don't say, I don't have any kids. Yeah, you do. Are you born again? Your father's to the fatherless, mother's to the motherless. We all have that, and we're responsible for this generation. So when we look at this generation, quit talking about the generation and start talking about the people. Why weren't we there to lead these people and to guide these young folks so that they would know who God is? That's right. All right. He says, and to show them your magnificent power. And to show them your, let, we need to let this next generation that we're responsible for to see the power of God in our lives. Because they're young now. I was young once. You see, they're healthy now. I was young and healthy once. Come on. Yeah, they're fancy free. I was young and fancy free. And then all stuff broke loose. Because you always ain't going to be young. That's right. You see. It's a long road, but it's my responsibility. It's your responsibility to start teaching these young folks. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. These young boys are having problems because they don't have men in their homes. And then we wonder why they're acting like that. That's right. Because the Bible says we didn't take the responsibility that we're supposed to be taking as men to teach our young boys how to be men and gentlemen. That's right. It's on us. It's on us. And y'all know, everybody says, you hard on men. I'm not hard on men. The Bible's the one that's hard on men. That's right. You see, I tell people all the time, and if you don't have anybody in your family, find somebody. Because once you're born again, you got a new family. All right? I'm going to give you, here's some wisdom. Say, Pastor, give me some wisdom. 
you can't choose your relatives, but you can choose your friends, your family. That's right. You can't choose your relatives, but you can, yeah, you can, but you can choose your family. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Are y'all with me? Because when you're born again, then you can choose the Christian brothers and sisters that can help you learn your journey. That's right. You see? Because that other group, some of y'all know what I'm talking about, the other group out there, you don't want them to even come to your house. Come on. Come on. Yeah, you see? Are you with me? Now from the voice, verse 18 says, Now as I grow old and my hairs turn gray. Yes, Lord. I ask that you not abandon me, O oh God. Don't abandon me, O oh God. And when I go to the, I know that prayer. I say that prayer. I ask God, don't abandon me. Because sometimes you, when you're getting all kinds of medication and all kinds of information, it gets to you. But you got to ask the same God that was with you in your youth to be right there. Don't abandon That's me. That's right. That's right. I'm not too old to have a father. That's right. He's my father. He's my uplifter. He's my strength. He's my power. You see what I'm saying? He's my wisdom. Don't abandon me, oh God. Okay? He said, allow me to share with the generation to come about your power. Open up your mouth. Tell that generation about the power of God. All right? Let me speak about your strength and wonders to all those yet to be born. I told somebody, I was... I was talking to a young man. Uh, we, we pray on 10. Anybody wants to come here at 10 o'clock on Saturdays now, we do a prayer, a scripture of prayer, and they walk around and, and pray. I told a young man, you know, you want to pray for your marriage before you get married. That's right. You want to pray for your children before you have the children. That's what he's talking about here. That's right. Most of us didn't. And didn't get anybody praying, not, wasn't doing that. But I know all of you all now are going to start praying. Pray for them babies. Pray for them young kids. You see, don't wait till something happens and I wished I had her. You see? All right. He says in verse 19, for your glorious righteousness reaches up to the high heavens. Yes. No one could ever be compared to you. Who is your equal, O God, of marvels and wonders? Who's God's equal? If he don't have an equal, why are you going somewhere else? Don't you want the best of the best? If you want the best of the best, then you got to leave the rest. That's right. That's right. That's just how that works. All right. Yeah. Don't you believe that in God we trust on that, on that green back? Because that thing is, is getting losing power in it day by day. Right. The interest rate's going up. The less worth the president's pictures have. That's right. But God is the same today in his power. All right. In verse 20, he goes on to say, even though you've let us sink down with trials now, this is what and I wanna, troubles. This is what I want to talk to you about. Even though you let us sink down with trials and troubles, I know you will revive us, lifting us up from the dust of death. Tell him you're going to have troubles. Right. You ain't unique. Where are you going if you're not going to have troubles? Even if you don't have troubles... Well, I ain't got no troubles. You, if, a, if a brother in Christ has got, or a sister in Christ has got troubles, you got troubles. That's right. Are you with me? Yeah. So this is why a lot of people don't come to church and they say, well, I don't believe in that God stuff because, you know, my, my grandpa or my mama suffered. My grandpa, you're going to have troubles. Mm -hmm. 
There ain't no place in here where you're not going to have troubles. That's right. You see what I'm saying? But he won't let me sink. You understand? You need to hear me. This is a prophetic message here. That's right. All right? The NAV says in verse 20, Though you have made me see troubles, many and bitter. Sometimes the troubles that you've seen are bitter. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Say amen if you have. Sometimes them troubles are many and bitter. Bitter, I'm telling you. And there's some people in here who will tell you you have no clue what it feels like to have troubles, many and bitter. You restored my life again. Even though I went through that, you will restore my life again. From the depths of the earth, you will bring me up. It's hard for me to understand it, but I'm trusting. I'm hurting. You see, I'm hurting, but I'm going to hold on to you because you're going to hold me up out of this. That's right. I'll get through it. I tell people all the time, quit telling people everything's going to be all right. No, it ain't. You're going to get through it. That's right. You see, you cope with it to get through it, but you ain't going to be all right. That's right. You're still there. You're going to lose somebody. You're going to be all right. Get out of here. That's right. I'm not going to be all right, but God will give me the strength to cope with it That's right. and get through it. That's right. And sometimes I have to do that. You see, I got, you know, look great. I said, looks great. He got tumors all in his body, and they're trying to find out where they're at. You know, and I joke all the time because people ask me how I feel. And they say, how you feel? With my hands. That's right. Because you know how I am. You see, great. It's, well, you, well, you, no, I feel great. I feel good. You see, because God has taught me how to cope. That's right. God has strengthened me at my worst hours. This ain't nothing new. This is just another round. <laughs> I hope somebody's getting it. All right. But then he said, give us even more greatness than before. I'm going to be stronger than I ever was before. Each time I go into battle and come back, I'm stronger than I ever was before. Because when I said I can do all things through God who strengthens me, the first time he got me through it. So it was easy the second time. Now it's automatic the third and the fourth and the fifth time. That's right. That's right. I'm good. Y'all good? Yes. All right. You blessed? Amen. Your mess is what? My message. All right. He said, turn and comfort us once again. From and the voice. I, I want to hear that. Did he say... He's going to move me out of the way. No. Turn he and said, comfort us. He said, comfort me. Once again. The Bible's telling us all this stuff. You see, it's telling us all this stuff. If you need to be comforted, that means you're going to have to go through something to be comforted from. That's right. You see? All right. The voice says it this way in verse 20 and 21. You have made me see hard times. <laughs> I've experienced many miserable days. Well, Jesus... But you will restore me again. You will restore me again. You will raise me up from the deep pit. You will raise me up no matter how far I get down. And sometimes you get down in that dark pit and it hurts and you're in pain and it hurts you. You're hurting down in your spirit and in your soul. But you got to remember, he can go down in there and bring you up out of there. Yes. There's a scripture in the psalm that says, 
put me on a rock higher than myself. That's right. Which one am I at? 21 on the voice. Thank you. Because he says, you will greatly increase my status and be my comfort once again. Once again. Once again. Once again. You're going to be there for me once again. Been there before. How you doing, Johnny? Doing good. I heard. Yeah, you heard. But it's all good. Why is it all good? Giving God a chance to show his glory in me. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Once again. Once again. And let me tell you something. Let me, can I tell them something, brother? You're going to have some once agains. That's right. This ain't no one time and it's gone. You're going to have, Sister Cole, there's going to be some once agains. But you got to remember, if it's a once again, he can help you once again. Right. All right. The message says it this way. You who made me stare trouble in the face. And you have to sometimes. Look at trouble. You have to stare it in the face. You can't run from it. Wait, it's gotta, you got to deal with it. Turn me around. <laughs> now let me look life in the face. Yes. I've been to the bottom. Now look life in the face. I've been to the bottom. You talk about a person that enjoys his life. If some of you all would come over and see how immature y'all's pastor is, you'd probably find another church. You would say, that's my pastor running around the house with the dogs and playing that's right. That's right. and harassing Sister Gwen. That's right. Yeah, because he enjoys his life. Amen. So I'm here. That's right. I've been through the bad, been through the ugly, but I live in the good. That's right. Good life. Good God, that's good. Mm. He went on to say, bring me up. Streaming with honors. Yes. Turn to me. Be tender to me, and I'll take up the loot and thank you to the tune of your faithfulness, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. We see our brother DJ's had back surgery, and he's sitting at the back back there, and, and he went through some real tough times. And, uh, I mean, that, the back surgery's tough. That's right. But I'm looking at him back here, and his lovely wife sitting beside him, there and they're raising their hands up, listen to this message, because he ain't saying it, but he wants to say it. I know what you're talking about, Pastor. I know what you're talking about. Sister Evan, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, she say, but we're gonna make it through. <laughs> you see? Yes. We're gonna let our light shine. That's right. We don't put a bushel basket over our life. The good, the bad, and the ugly, we're going to let our light shine. That's right. Because we got a victory in Christ Jesus. That's right. Victories in Christ Jesus. All right. Now from the Amplified, verse and, 20 says, you have shown me many troubles and distresses. And you see, Pastor, don't try to cut it. No, I, I'm not, you know, nothing wrong with him. Yeah, some people like them prosperity preachers. <laughs> yeah, the stuff that we go through, money can't help. That's right. Your rich people are jumping off bridges and shooting themselves. Uh-uh. I'm not a prosperity preacher. I'm trying to help you to be understand that when you get to trouble, you can deal with trouble, stare it in the face, and know who your God is. We all know who trouble is. Even the folks that ain't saved know who trouble is. They just don't know who their God is. But when you're in trouble and you know who your God is, then you know you'll be victorious no matter what comes up in your life. All right? That's right. Again, he said, you have shown me many troubles hmm. and distresses will revive and renew me again, again and will bring up again 
from the depths of the earth. So I go to, I go in there tomorrow. Say, here I am. Some of me know me by my name. Here I am again. Yes, again, and there may be some more gains. But I'm gonna trust him. That's right. I'm gonna trust him, and I want you to feel the same way. Your mess is your what? Your pain is your what? Message. That's right. Your misfortunes is your what? Message. You see? And your victory is your greatest. Message. All right? He said, may you increase my greatness or honor and turn to comfort me. Let me increase my greatness. What do you get leaving your generation? You leave your generation where your grandkids, your kids can save from that they can honor you. You see, they can honor you. They can say, I can say one thing about Grandpa. He lived the life that God had called him to live. That's right. Amen. You see? And, then, and I'm serious. When uh, there's a young man called Ronald McFadden, sax player, and, uh, and Lonnie, all of us came out of the same church. They were the band at the church at St. Mary's. And I couldn't believe it when I got that call. 66 years old. I'm like, what? The last thing I talked to him, a few weeks ago I talked to him, he saw me. Brother Johnny, I'm going to call over your church. I said, bring your sacks. Didn't, didn't get a chance to do it. Great guy. But it happens. That's right. You see, that's 10 years. I'm 10 years older than him. Never know. But a great guy. Great guy. Somebody's go, the family's going to be grieving. They're hurting. Lonnie's having, he's a, really hurting. Folks, there's lots of folks in here. That's right. They can tell you. It hurts. Yes, sir. And they'll probably tell you, you, gotta, you need to listen to pastor because pastor's getting you ready for something. All right. David went on in verse 22 and said, my loving God, <laughs> the harp in my heart will praise you. And that's what we just done. You see, I keep telling him I'm the best instrument in here. I can't sing like Isaac, but in my heart I can praise. That's right. That's right. That's what praise and worship is for. That's right. Praise him. All right. He said, your faithful heart toward us will be the theme of my song. Yes, Lord. How good, how good, how good. Melodies and music will rise to you the Holy One of Israel. And that's what bothers me sometimes. When some of you all need to, don't be getting mad and I want to come back to church. <laughs> Quit missing praise and worship. That's right. That is your gift to God. That's right. Amen. You know, I'm your gift to you. Your praise and worship is your gift to God. That's right. That's right. Say amen to that. Amen. All right. David said, I will shout and sing your praises for all you are to me, Savior, lover of my soul. Hey, I love that. You're my Savior and you lover of my soul. I got a lover. Oh, yeah, Sister Gwen. Yeah, Sister Gwen's good, but I got a lover of my soul. That's right. Sister That's Gwen right. loves the man. You see, God loves, because she don't know what's in my soul. God loves my soul. That's right. I love her. God loves her soul. Because everything else is going to leave. But my soul will be. When I leave this body, guess what? The lover of my soul is going to say, come on in. That's right. That's right. And live eternity with me. 
You right. can't get better than that. That's right. You can't get better than that. All right? And then in verse 24, he said, I'll never stop telling others how perfect you are. <laughs> while all those who seek my harm slink away ashamed and defeated. My enemies ain't. <laughs> Right. My enemy's already defeated. Right. Who, who wouldn't want to go into the ring knowing you're going to knock your opponent out? That's right. Huh? My enemies are all defeated already. If they really knew who I was, they wouldn't even get in the ring. You ought to think the same way. That's right. That's who you are in God. Say amen? Amen. All right, we're going to do something a little different, all right? I want you to listen to Kyle. He's going to read my, one of my most favorite Psalms, and you're going to repeat it. Here you go. This is Psalm 103, verse 1 through 5. And it says, Bless the Lord. Come on, y'all. O my, my soul. And all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord. O my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things. Come on. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Give God a hand, clap. Is that good?